Good morning, Vince Tomei, your host of The Art of Thinking. I'm back. Episode 8. I'm back and more fueled than ever. We're going to start this podcast off today with Linkin Park's new song. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? I've been blasting that song all morning. Dropped five days ago. New Linkin Park song. It's like Chester and the whole band wrote most of these songs a long time ago. They should have. They should have dropped them back then. Everything they're dropping is absolute bangers. Like this song should have made their album. The song Lost that they just dropped should have made their previous albums. Like, I don't know, Linkin Park's always gotten me so hyped. I grew up listening to them since I was little. Like, their first album came out and like me and all my friends, I don't remember how old I was, maybe like nine, 11, maybe even younger than that. But we were Linkin Park junkies for sure. Like, that was my earliest exposure to feeling motivated <laughs> listening to Linkin Park. But real quick, I just want to discuss the fact that there's no script here at The Art of Thinking. You know, we're trying to uh, turn off our brains and stop thinking too much. That's the whole premise of The Art of Thinking, is to not think very much. We're strictly about action over here. This is episode eight of the podcast, and only, honestly, only real G's don't script things. Like, if, if you can do things spontaneously and do them well, you, you're, you're just on the top of the food chain, unfortunately. But speaking of G's, speaking of G's, real G's, I want to talk about top G. I want to talk about Andrew Tate, man. Like, I think this is one of the most dehumanizing acts criminal acts of humanity i've almost ever seen like here's a positive influence along with his brother tristan they're both extremely positive influences that have been utterly misunderstood and you know it's part of the reason that i've stayed quiet for most of my life because i my subconscious agrees with like everyone resonates with what they say, but not everyone responds well to it because it's stuff that have crossed, you know it's crossed your mind before, you just won't verbalize it. And those are the things that they've not only verbalized, but documented and put out into the world for everybody to see. Like, like there's other people in the world that think the exact same way they're just not documenting it and exposing everything they believe to the world and that's sort of the route I've taken and it's definitely the safer it's definitely the safer route because we see what like I just wish they could have articulated their message in a way that would have gone over the heads 
of all these whistleblowers. Because they, they've really changed the dynamic of young, of young men that were heading towards the way of the weak. And then in steps in this chess master pro fighter who's just like reintroducing masculinity. So it was like, it, it, it just, it's clashing with society, but so many men are, I guess, hungry for that. And as they would say, the matrix doesn't want that to surface. Like they don't want a society of strong men like the Tates. That's the last thing that they want because we'll overturn them in a second. Like the, the good thing about this Tate thing is that the world is watching and I feel like it's creating an alliance of world citizens that will come together like Christians, Muslims, you know, we have a lot in common. Eastern Muslims and Western, some of the Western Christians, the ones biblical, that are biblical, biblical practicing Christians. We have, we have a lot of similarities. We're, we're slowly joining forces and we're, we're gonna fight this satanic ploy against humanity. Like, that's really what's going on here. It simply comes down to a, a spiritual warfare and that's exactly what we're seeing here. And I think if you really wanted to silence Tate, they should have just ignored him, gaslighted him, and treated him like a bug. But they've put this on full display for the world to see. Like now that the world hates Romania, it's like Andrew Tate made a name for Romania. Nobody knew very much about more. Nobody was interested in that country until people figured out, oh, Andrew Tate's from Romania. So everyone's like, oh, now they want to Google things in Romania, see where he's hanging out. Oh, now everyone thinks Romania is cool. The Tates literally put Romania on the map. So, I mean, and then it's like, it's just crisis after crisis after crisis in the world now. And then you look over in the West, and we got transgender shooters going around, you know, just. And then we have citizens empathizing for the shooter due to misgendering the individual. And it's like, there's, there's people empathizing for a killer because of being misgendered. I mean, it's like, dude, what? Once you show the world that you're like gonna kill people, I think all respect should go out the window and you can feel free to misgender that person. You, you can call them whatever you'd like. You can misspecies that person, call them an animal. Like, if you're a killer, you don't deserve the respect of being properly gendered. You only deserve the respect for being properly gendered if you're a down-to-earth citizen who's law-abiding and living your life in an orderly fashion. That's the only... 
Everyone in this world deserves respect no matter what gender you are, but you have to live your life in an orderly fashion. You have to deserve the respect. You can't go around killing people and then still expect the world to refer to your gender properly so that nobody is offended. That's not how this works. Whether you want it to work that way or not, that's not the way it works. It's like through all these crises, through all these tragedies we're seeing every day, these train derailments, rumors of wars, we're seeing this, we're seeing this every single day. It's becoming, even for me, I'll admit it, I'm facing challenges right now of dist massive distractions because it's not easy to continuously focus on day-to-day -day tasks when we have all these uncertainties in the world. You know, you, you really got to dig deep during these times and control yourself, control your mind, be in the moment. You know, if you're, if you're on a sales call, be, be in that sales call. You can't be thinking about train derailments and Andrew Tate when you're trying to focus on also progressing your life. Like these distractions serve as negative ploys against your life because they distract you and push you away from your goals and your focus. You need to maintain your focus, hone in on your focus, and literally dedicate your day to controlling what you focus on. Because in a split second, these little news things slide in and steal hours away from your time. Like if you wanna go join a Twitter room and talk about politics, if you're not a politician, for seven to 10 hours on hand, be my fucking guest. But don't be mad at the world when you realize, oh shit, my brand is suffering, or oh shit, I'm not building a brand, but I'm so caught up into all this nonsense of society that's going on. It's like, that's what they want you to do. They don't want a bunch of successful people in the world. They throw as many distractions as they can out at once just to pile them up to pull. They're stealing your attention. And you have to tangibly fight back and say, no, I'm not going to let CNN steal my attention today. No, I'm not going to let Fox News steal my attention today. Left, right, political, Republican, conservative, liberal, communist, it doesn't matter. They all want your money. They all want your views. They all want your attention. They all want to steal your focus, whether they have good intentions of your life in mind or not. They want your view and your viewership. That's really what it comes down to. And it comes to a point in your life where you gotta say to yourself, do I wanna keep and continue being just a consumer and handing away my powers through 
being a consumer and viewership or do I want to be on the other side and be a producer and be a creator and build brands and build cool things and I'm not talking about NFTs bro a little child could draw a picture of a cartoon better than half of these designs like these people are running around on Twitter talking about uh, I just that that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation but I think a lot of those people in Web3 and the NFT space are a bit overzealous. Like, you don't get to just walk in and be an eight-figure earner. That's just not how life works. I'm sorry. Like, same in business. Some people get, like, have a really good idea and then just, like, take off in a year. And that's great. But in this space, it doesn't work like that. Like, I mean, I know for me... Not that I'm playing the comparison game, but in the blue collar space, it took us five, seven years till we broke seven figures in revenue. Like, you know, and that was something that was relatively recent that we've done. It takes years. Like you can't just design a cartoon. The problem is the expectation. You can't just expect to throw these cartoons out in the world and that everyone's gonna buy them. Like maybe a different approach at it. Like if, if you buy ones that are already valuable in hopes of reselling, yeah, different story. But I just wish they would lower the bar on their expectations and being so overzealous in a, in a space with really, it's like a luck of the draw type of space. I mean, it's like a lottery, it's like a lottery ticket. Like, some, some people win, most people don't. But anyways, I mean, more power to them. At least it's caught keeping them off the streets because it seems, I hate to profile people, but everybody in the Web3 NFT space is always talking about smoking blunts. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I have a medical card in Florida that I don't use very often, but you can just tell the, the type of person who's into NFTs. But it's like, I, I don't want to go into that. I think everyone went through a phase where they thought they wanted to get into NFTs because of all the hype. Nah, I don't know. Well, that's enough of that rant. All I know is I've been holding out on myself for so long, holding in a lot of my, my viewpoints simply because of the scrutiny I see others with the same viewpoints experiencing. So I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna have to go through that, but I'm not sure that's the right way because if we just sit idly by and watch this bullshit happen to us, I mean, we're supposed to be the ones offsetting this and standing up for what's right so i just feel like getting more vocal really speaking my mind is starting to feel like the right the right thing to do like i think we need more people like more micro influencers like myself smaller people to stand up and voice the fact that you're not gonna run over the morale of humanity very easily.
like you're 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 not gonna destroy us easily and i i really only have a few more minutes to talk this was going to be a quick episode i've got to get going and take my my work truck into the dealership it's got a recall on the airbag which has been driving me nuts so evidently the airbag can deploy at any time while driving and it's been driving me crazy so i finally finally got it in I'm going to go run and take that in. My appointment's at 1 o'clock. But I just wanted to get on here, talk to you guys, hopefully incite some motivation into your day, some positive energy. So I hope you guys have a great day. Go attack your day. Pray for the taste.